Deep in the heart of Texas is where Kamek calls home. And it's no longer just a hammock company. They're moving full force on creating gear to get people outdoors, but to also give folks options to enjoy a nice hammock swing if there aren't trees around. Kamek created the Swiftlet, a freestanding hammock stand that is easy to use and makes anywhere you have space the perfect place to enjoy the relaxation of a hammock. In this review of the Kamek Swiftlet, you'll learn more about what it does, what it costs, and hopefully you'll have enough information to make an informed decision. Kamek has been featured on this podcast before and on the Texas Trailhead website. Check out the links in the description if you'd like to learn a little bit more about this Austin, Texas company. Now let's get the disclaimer out of the way. I asked Kamek for a Swiftlet for review and they were gracious to send me one, but all of the opinions are my own. So let's talk about some of the Kamek Swiftlet features. The aluminum tubing connects together in either a long or short setup. The short base turns the hammock into a swinging chair that is perfect for relaxing after a long day on trail. Want to lie down? Use the regular long tube. And if you want to sleep or extra tall, then you can use the extender that was just released to flatten you out for extra comfortable sleep. It also comes with a travel bag that has a slot for each tube and different compartments to keep all of the pieces organized. The bag has a nice crossbody strap to make carrying it a breeze, but the total packed weight is still under 20 pounds, so carrying it from, say, a car to the beach isn't going to put too much of a strain on most people. And most important is Kamek's commitment to quality. This item qualifies for the adventure-grade lifetime guarantee. So some of the features also include the weight. The short bar setup is about 12.6 pounds. The long bar setup is 14.5 pounds. I didn't try it with that extender, but the total packed weight without it is 17.4 pounds. So pretty reasonable. Let's look at the materials. The frame features aluminum tubing with a UV treated nylon plastic. I'll talk about why that's important in a second. And the travel bag features a 600D polyester plain weave base with a 210D ripstop nylon, features 3mm foam, 40mm polyester webbing, YKK zipper with PU and DWR waterproofing. So that means when you're traveling around, if you have this on your cargo carrier like I do, you don't have to worry about driving with it and getting it in the elements. That bag's going to do a great job of protecting the frame inside. All right, so what's the capacity of the Kamek Swiftlet? Well, for lounging, the capacity is one to two people. Sleep capacity is one person, and that's what's recommended from Kamek. And the max weight capacity is 300 pounds. Setting up the hammock. The clunkiness of the hammock stand isn't very different than other brands on the market. So it's really just something you make room for. The size of the metal pieces easily fit together. But what is really awesome, and something that wasn't noticed at first, is that the metal button you push into the opposite bar has a secondary button you push so you don't pinch your finger. That's a smart design feature for sure, especially if you've had your finger pinched in tubes like that before. Once your frame is connected, you have two outer metal hooks that can be adjusted up and down. Loop one end of the hammock over the Y in the frame, and then connect the opposite side the same way. Depending on how much room you wanted between you and the ground, you will raise each side accordingly to increase or decrease tension. 
You simply pull out the adjustment knob and slide it to the appropriate slot where you'll click it back in. Once you have a good height adjustment made, you can just leave them in place. The Swiftlet stand has holes in its feet too, so if you want to stake it down and not worry about the weather, when you leave your campsite, you can just push on through to the other side. It's a little doors reference for you. Couple things to keep in mind about the Kamek Swiftlet. Because of the painted coating on the metal frame, it is susceptible to friction if any debris gets on it. So if it's muddy at your campsite, or if you get sand on it, it will make the tubes a little trickier to connect. Just make sure you're keeping those inner parts clean to make the connecting pieces easier. I noticed this when I took this on the first day hike at Port Aransas. I was at Mustang Island and so I was using this on the beach and just a little bit of sand getting in there makes the smoothness of the tubes just a little grittier. This frame is built for the outdoors though. With its special UV coating, it's also rust resistant. So if you just want to keep this on your back porch, you can feel confident it's going to hold up over time. There are some accessories that go with the Kamek Swiftlet. Because the Kamek Swiftlet is built for lounging, what better way to extend that hang than with a Swiftlet cup holder? This feature wasn't part of the testing package I received, but from the looks of it, it seems like a great add-on. You can also grab a bundle that's marked down at the time of this podcast that's marked down at $299.95. The bundle includes the Swiftlet stand, a hammock, and a cup holder. So let's talk about the price point and whether or not it's worth it. The Swiftlet hammock stand is $279.95. The promo at the time of this podcast shows that it includes the hammock, which, in my opinion, is a pretty great deal. So is it high dollar? Yes. Is it also high quality? Also yes. If you can afford it, the quality of the build, the simplicity of design and assembly, and the lifetime guarantee make this a great outdoor piece of gear that is great for traveling, car camping, and chillaxing anywhere you want. That was a little bit about the Kamek Swiftlet. After months of speculation about the future of Fairfield Lake State Park, it was announced via Texas Parks and Wildlife Facebook page that the landowners, Vistra, would not be renewing the lease to the state park. The announcement states that the park will officially close to the public on February 28, 2023. The announcement puts an end to the uncertainty of the park after the land that the state park was leasing from Vistra was put up for sale in 2018 for $150 million. The lease termination was sent to current TPWD director David Yoskovitz and further states that the park's lease shall be terminated by June 13, 2023, so all of its furnishings will need to be removed by then. All current reservation holders will be contacted by the park. This next part is the full press release that was sent out by the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department. So if you've already read the press release, you can skip to the next segment. After more than 50 years of public use and outdoor recreation by Texas families, Fairfield Lake State Park will permanently close to the public February 28th. TPWD was notified by its lessor, Vistra, the owner of the site, that the land lease to Fairfield Lake State Park was terminated due to the impending sale of the property. Texas State Parks has 120 days to vacate the state park before it is turned over to the new owner, Todd Interests. 
Losing Fairfield Lake State Park would represent a significant step backward in our efforts to expand outdoor recreational opportunities for Texas's booming population, said Texas Parks and Wildlife Commission Chairman Arch Beaver Applin III. This loss is especially unfathomable at a time when we are celebrating 100 years of state parks. Yet absent any cooperation or interest in working with us from the developer, we have no other options. Rest assured, commissioners remain committed to working with Todd Interest to maintain this important public asset and grow outdoor recreation in Texas. Another quote, This is an, an unprecedented loss of a state treasure for Texans, said David Yoskovitz, Ph.D., Executive Director of TPWD. The demand for outdoor recreation exceeds supply in Texas, so losing even one state park is a setback for all of us who enjoy publicly accessible lands. We have worked diligently to find a solution that would allow TPWD to purchase part or all of the property, and it is unfortunate that an agreement could not be reached at this time with Vistra or the buyer. Legislative leadership strongly supports helping TPWD acquire the land that is now Fairfield Lake State Park. Funds now available from the Constitutional Amendment dedicating sporting goods sales tax to support state parks could be tapped to make the land purchase along with federal land and water conservation funds. Today's heartbreaking announcement of the closing of Fairfield Lake State Park is a tremendous loss for Freestone County and all Texans who enjoy our state's unique parkland, said Senator Charles Shortner. It is unfortunate that Vistra and this private developer were unable to come to an agreement that would have allowed the state of Texas to purchase the park from Vistra to maintain it for future generations of Texans. Another quote, I have said repeatedly, Texas cannot lose a state park to development, said Senator Charles Perry, chairman of the Senate Water, Agriculture and Rural Affairs Committee. Fairfield Lake State Park is a treasure that Texas residents have been visiting for 47 years to experience its beauty and recreational activities. The park cannot be replaced. Some 80,000 hardworking Texans will lose a place of solitude, sport fishing, and priceless memory making if the park is closed. We must make every effort possible to keep the land as a state park. Another quote. The recent announcement about the closure of Fairfield Lake State Park is a huge disappointment, said Representative Trent Ashby, chairman of the House Culture, Recreation, and Tourism Committee. The prospect of a developer taking this treasure out of our state park system is deeply troubling, especially at a time when both the governor and members of legislature have called for the expansion of state parks across the state, he added. I plan to work with members of my committee to determine how we can prevent this practice from occurring in the future. Another quote from Representative Ken King, former chairman of the House Culture, Recreation and Tourism Committee. I strongly encourage Vistra and the potential buyer to continue working with the legislature and the department for a better solution for all Texans. Keeping all of our state parks open to the public is and will remain a top priority for me. Another quote. Despite great efforts by the community, local elected officials, and Texas Parks and Wildlife Commission, Fairfield Lake State Park appears to have been sold to a developer and now will be closed in the coming weeks, said Representative Angelia Orr. This treasured piece of Texas has blessed our local families and countless visitors for generations, and losing it is hard to comprehend. I join park lovers in Freestone County and across the state in expressing my sincere disappointment in hearing this news. As a result, we are now working on legislation to prevent this from ever occurring in any of our other beautiful state parks going forward. 
just a side note, there are about 14 state parks that are currently on leased land. So keep that in mind. We'll see if uh, that representative is on top of that. And then finally on the press release, beginning on Tuesday, February 28th, visitors will no longer have access to Fairfield Lake State Park. During this time, park staff will remove equipment and relocate staff members. Closure of the park also means removal of access to the two public boat ramps and a fishing pier on Fairfield Lake, a popular bass fishery. Public recreation on the lake will cease following the closure of the park, and TPWD will no longer manage the fishery resources. TPWD will begin contacting visitors to cancel upcoming overnight reservations for dates after February 27th, which will immediately impact more than 2,700 people. So there you have it, folks. That is the full press release about Fairfield Lake State Park closing. The landowners that was leasing the land to the state park sold it, somebody bought it, and they don't want it to be a state park anymore. It's pretty simple as that. According to the social media, it looks like that property owner, the new property owner, wants to turn it into a residential mixed-use development with a uh, fancy country club type thing on that property. So I'm here just spreading the news. I loved Fairfield Lake State Park. I went there after a abysmal start to the weekend going to Huntsville. I'm not sure if I've actually talked about that yet on this podcast. I'll maybe mention it in a different episode, but Huntsville State Park uh, was not good. My car battery completely died and it was um, drained completely. And so I was getting ready to hike that morning and had to wait three hours to get help and get my car towed. And at the end of all that, I I was just not in the mood to continue on to my adventure and talk to my wife about what was going on. And Fairfield Lake State Park wasn't very far away and decided that ultimately it'd be better if we just, if I just kept going and, and continued on to the other adventures that were happening that weekend. And I'm glad I did because Fairfield Lake State Park was awesome. At the time, I was pretty much the only person there. There was a family and a campsite nearby with some kiddos and doggies. So that was fun. But my campsite had a pathway that went down to the water that was really cool to wake up and walk down with a cup of coffee and just watch the the, the fog over the water and the birds kind of flying around. It was it was a really good experience. I'm sad that this happens, especially with the 100th anniversary of the state park system and a potential new state park opening at the end of the year or early in 2024. So there you go. Let me know what you think about that. You can reach out on all of the social media channels, the Texas Trailhead on Facebook, Instagram, or you can comment, I believe, on one of the podcast channels. But Either way, let me know what you think about this, and uh, yeah, make sure you go out to all your other state parks, because you never know. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Texas Trailhead Podcast. If you like what you heard, please let me know by leaving feedback on Apple iTunes, or wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. You can find this on anchor.fm and just search the Texas Trailhead. Still looking for more? 
Click the links below to find the website, Facebook page, and see pictures from the outdoors on my Instagram page. So until next time, grab your backpack, put on your hiking shoes, and let's go out on another adventure. This is the Texas Trailhead. <laughs>